Na 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 na. Hey hey hey. Goodbye, Kenny Williams and Brickon. Hi everybody, welcome into Sports Talk Chicago. Appreciate all of you tuning in. Subscribe to the channel for more Chicago Bears and Chicago sports, Chicago White Sox content, and stick with us all over on social media at Sports Talk Chicago. Help out our sponsor too. Amish Country Farms. It's official. Goodbye. Farewell. Don't ever come back. Good riddance. Kenny Williams and Rick Hahn. And it's so timely. Talked about with, uh, talked about this with John off the air. We just did a video this past week on the report that came out from Bob Nightingale indicating that the White Sox were having internal conversations about making changes and making things different. Now, we sit here today after I emphatically said, don't fire Pedro Grafal. We have more news on that coming up. But Kenny Williams and Rick Hahn are fired. And I want to read you this statement from Jerry Reinsdorf, everybody's best friend. Quote, this is an incredibly difficult decision for me to make because they are both talented individuals with long-term relationships at the White Sox. Ken is like a son to me. I will always consider him a member of my family. I want to personally thank Ken and Rick for all they have done for the Chicago White Sox, winning the 2005 World Series. That's the only thing they've ever done. And reaching the postseason multiple times during their 10 years. Yeah, who cares because they haven't won anything. Well, we have enjoyed successes as an organization and we're optimistic heading into the competitive window of this rebuild. Oh, wow. This year has proven very disappointing for all of us on many levels. This has led me to the conclusion that the best decision for the organization moving forward is to make a change in our baseball operations leadership. Thank you, Jerry Reinsdorf. On a separate note, Reinsdorf has apparently come out and said that the White Sox may even want a new stadium now. There have been even talks about moving the team to Nashville. Not joking. So, worst owner of the year award might end up going to him at the end of this season. But he got this one right. He did get this one right. Kenny Williams is gone. Rick Hahn is gone. And then look at this article from Bob Nightingale. Here's how this one opens. There were hugs. There were tears. There were emotional goodbyes. And there were screams of angst. Can I say something? I'm going to put this as plainly as possible. I know Jerry Reinsdorf's reputation is, hey, I treat my employees like family. And I like that. I mean, there's some heart into it. That's awesome. But guys... Guys, it's baseball, and nobody's won anything since 2005, okay? If you don't win, you get fired. And it's not personal. Kenny Williams could still be Jerry Reinsdorf's son. He just can't be involved with the team anymore because he sucks. That's the difference. He could still be Jerry Reinsdorf's son. He just can't be involved with baseball operations because he doesn't know what the hell he's doing. And Rick Hahn's up there with him. Rick Hahn, nice guy. I have no problem with with him personally. Seems like a nice guy. Nice interviews, always available. But Rick, you got a lot of things wrong, too. But really, let me backtrack a second. Although I want to really lambast and tear into them, we should really go back to the source of the problem, which we talked about on Sunday. Now we're going to talk about it here again, because obviously that's why these two got fired. Shame on all you players, and shame on this roster. Seriously, because if this roster performed, and if they did what they were supposed to do, nobody would be fired. It's because of the players' inadequacies on the field, and really just their subpar and horrendous performance that Rick Hahn and Kenny Williams are out of here. And by the way, Rick Hahn didn't hire Tony LaBrusa even. Now, I'm not saying Tony was a problem, but even two years ago, if anybody wants to blame Rick Hahn for the managerial stuff, no, that was Jerry Reinsdorf too. So my point is, yes, Rick Hahn made bad decisions. Kenny Williams made horrendous decisions. Jerry Reinsdorf, though, did a lot of this stuff. And then the players just didn't win. 
Everything is dysfunctional. This reminds me of Ryan Pace, Matt Nagy, and the 2020 Bears. They made the playoffs going 8-8. Eight and eight. The whole Mitch Trubisky thing, they bench him, they put him back in, then they just get rid of him, then everybody gets fired a year later, they mishandle Justin Fields. So many things going on. Too many things going on. And everybody got fired. And now we sit here today, and this is what happened to the White Sox. Even Kenny Williams said that. He said, this is what happens. He said, quote, we didn't get the job done. I'm grateful for the time Jerry Reinsdorf gave me to try and bring another championship to Chicago. I failed him. This is what happens. Now, as far as the aftermath goes, Favorites for the positions open include Chris Getz and Dayton Moore. Now, Dayton Moore, qualified individual, somebody who knows what he's doing, somebody who knows how to win a championship with a small market team. He won it in 2015 with Kansas City. Now he's in the front office with the Rangers, who are doing great. So I like the Dayton Moore idea. Chris Getz, though, he's 39 years old. He's overseen White Sox minor league development. Um, What makes him qualified for this job? But even more than that, what makes him successful in his current job. All these Sox players are busts. Yeah, they are. I mean, besides Luis Robert, Aloy Jimenez, bust. Oscar Colas, unbelievable bust. Yermin Mercedes, remember him? Bust. Think about all these youngsters still coming up through the ranks. Michael Kopech, kind of a bust. Michael Kopech is a person, great guy. Michael Kopech is a pitcher this year, horrendous. Lucas Giolito, gone. Not a bust per se, but... He's off the team now. All these players that Chris Gatz, quote-unquote, developed have really not worked out. So that begs the question, what makes him general manager or president of baseball operations material? Not really a good track record. See, if he had developed all these players into all-stars and this team was so good, well, then guess what? There wouldn't even be a change. There wouldn't be a firing up top. Chris Gatz, although minor, is a part of the problem. So putting him in a position of power, not necessarily a good idea at all. And apparently, Gantz and Moore have, quote-unquote, a father-son relationship. I don't know what the hell that means. I mean, you always get those weird things, right? Like, you know, during the NFL Combine or during things like this, you always hear those weird terms, father-son relationship. They have a good relationship, blah, blah, blah. It's all just talk. I don't want to hear that. Uh, are they going to actually get the job done? Are they going to win or not? And my guess is, Dayton Moore, I have no problem with. Chris Getz, I don't know. Not sold on him at all. Now, here's the key part, and thank you, White Sox, for apparently listening to my video on Sunday. Pedro Graffol is safe, officials say, at least for now. He's in the first year of a three-year contract, and while White Sox players have complained publicly about lack of discipline and leadership, the front office is not blaming Graffol for their 49-77 and 77 record. He is not to blame. Thank you, Jerry. You got that one right. He is not to blame. And I put out a video about this. People killing me all over Twitter. Tell me how Pedro Graffol is to blame for this crap. It's not his fault that Tim Anderson just sucks. Now, it's not his fault that any of these players are not getting it done. Okay, no way. My goodness, he inherited this team. And last year, they were 500. What, do you expect him to turn them around and win 100 games this year with the same roster? No. Oh, my goodness, people. 
I mean, look at this graphic I see here. White Sox pitchers before and after. Lance Lynch, 647 ERA, got traded 144 ERA. Ronaldo Lopez, 429 ERA with the White Sox, gets traded 186 ERA. Kenyon Middleton, or Sox, 396 ERA, 104 with the Yankees after being traded. Does that sound like a managerial problem or a pitching coach problem? I'm not saying Pedro Graffol is just unbelievably and, and 100% blameless, but there's probably 5% blame on him. I mean, not even close. And the White Sox are making the right move here. Here's the weird part, though, and I'm sure everybody will get a kick out of this, including myself. Graffol is scheduled to meet with Jerry Reinsdorf and Tony La Russa. Whoa, whoa. Who is back working as a White Sox consultant. I'm laughing. LaBrusa resigned as manager after last season to deal with lengthy cancer treatments, but he's been medically cleared to work again and recently scouted the White Sox minor league system. Grafol's expected to be asked what went wrong this year, how he plans to fix it, and what personnel changes are needed. Okay. Um, you all know I've always supported Tony, and I did up until he got quote-unquote fired. But I don't support this. I have unbelievable respect for LaRusha as a manager, as a Hall of Famer, because he is in the Hall of Fame and you can never get him out of there. He's in. He's a great, he's one of the greatest managers in baseball history. But keyword manager and keyword old news. This is like if the Bears brought back Mitch Trubisky, like this year's a backup quarterback. It, it, although I enjoy it, although I would love this story, it's just, hey guys, old news, let's move on. Pack it up and move on. Tony LaRusha has no business being on this team right now. No business being near it. None. There is no reason why he should be here. I don't even understand what he's doing. He, he's consulting on what? He's old. It's over. Tony, it's done. Go home. Why are you here consulting on a team that you, I mean, Tony, you're 79, 80 years old. <laughs> well, what are you consulting for? But I don't even blame him. I blame Jerry because Jerry Reinsdorf's the one who brought him in to consult. I mean, I just don't understand that either. This whole thing is so weird. I've never seen a transition of power being so weird. We're talking about crying and angst and tears about firing two guys who've been inadequate. Then you bring in the manager you just, quote-unquote, fire to be a consultant to hire the new people. The new people you want to hire about father-son relationship? What the hell's going on over here? <laughs> You're keeping the manager, which was the only right decision out of any of this. Oh, and yeah, the owner may want to move the team to freaking Nashville or find a new stadium. What is going on? I mean, this team sounds like it's on the verge of collapse, like they're going to fold. Like in the 1900s, when the Federal League folded, and all these old baseball teams just folded because they had no money and no leadership and nothing. That's what it sounds like right now. They're just going to fold tomorrow. You're bringing back the manager you fired to consult on hiring somebody new. In the front office, not a manager. <laughs> and you're talking about moving stadiums. You're talking about moving to freaking Nashville. All right, then. What the hell is going on here? <laughs> I don't know if anybody else, maybe you could attend. I've never seen something so weird happening. With a baseball team going through a transition of power. With a professional sports team going through a transition of power. Maybe even with, dare I say, 
even the United States of America doing a transition of power. I mean, my goodness. Uh, seriously. You bring back the old guy who just got fired and these two guys got fired or there, there, there were tears and then did you want to move the team to Nashville or move to a different stadium outside of the south side of Chicago? What? what? Jerry, my goodness. What's going on over there? Relax, my friend. First things first, you need a GM and a president of baseball ops immediately. Secondly, you need to get new players and find out what the hell went wrong this year. New players across the board. Then we could talk about moving and stadium and all this other stuff, but that all means nothing right now. First things first, let's get all this stuff done. Let's make this team competitive again before we talk about moving around and doing certain things. See, the Bears were smart. They've been talking about moving, but they were good in 2018, then they kind of hit a rut now. Justin Fields, exciting stuff. Okay, we're going to move. Good good idea. Good branding exercise. You don't link to the media, Jerry, that you're trying to move and then move either out of the city of Chicago city limits or move to freaking Nashville and your team's in the crapper. This is like the lowest point for the White Sox, I would argue, in the past 10, 15 years. And even firing Robin Ventura or, you know, firing Rick Renteria, bringing in Tony, that does not compare to this. This is a midseason firing of essentially your entire front office. Nothing compares to this. I don't know what is going on over there. Can't be just me. I mean, you guys, you got to admit it, right? Like, th- this is weird. Even the Cubs for, you know, being the lovable losers, the bleacher bums, they didn't go through this when the whole Tribune sale happened and then, you know, the, the Theo and, and the Ricketts bought the team and Theo and Jed were hired. It wasn't even this weird. It was a little bit weird. There were snags in the process. The Tribune was being weird about it, but it ended up being done. This is just pure madness and chaos. I've been trying so hard to keep up with this story. And I just, every time I refresh my Twitter, something new pops up. There's a new wrinkle to this thing. Oh, Tony uh, is back. Oh, he's back? How? Oh, he's a consultant. Wait, what? Where'd that come from? Oh, they both got fired mid-season, but Pedro might be saved. No, he's not saved. Now he is saved, because that's what happened. It was, oh, he's not saved. Now he is. Oh, Jerry wants to move to Nashville. <laughs> what? <laughs> oh, my goodness. Funniest thing in the world. Sox fans, I feel for you. I mean, I'm laughing at your expense, I guess, because at the end of the day, I feel for you. What the hell is going on here? I mean, I don't even know what's going to happen. I don't know how this is all going to go. I hope for the best. I think Dayton Moore coming in is great. I think Chris Gatz is a stretch and really he has no credentials to do it they made the right decision in keeping Pedro Graffon because he did nothing wrong the firings were justified don't move either don't even think about moving your stadium why move for what if you want to move your stadium maybe I guess but don't move to Nashville Jerry don't move this team to Nashville the White Sox are such a storied franchise just like the Cubs are I mean, the White Sox were around in the 1800s, just like the Cubs were. You're going to move them after all this time, after this storied history that they've put together and accomplished in Chicagoland, you're going to move them to freaking Nashville? Oh, goodness. Don't do that, please. It's like if the Cubs were to move. Same thing. They're never moving. 
and the White Sox shouldn't either. They have such a dedicated fan base around here. You're going to lose that. And I don't think you're going to gain it in Nashville or match it in Nashville. Although Nashville is warm all year round, a nice area, all the fun stuff, you can't match the passion of a Chicago sports fan, especially when it comes to their baseball team that they love. You're not going to be able to do it. So this team is in shambles, and Sox fans, they don't have much comfort to give you, but if you want to rant with me and feel horrible with me, you could comment, and, and we'll read all those next time we go on the air. And you, I'll interact with you live also on Twitter and wherever wherever you are. Because this video is going to go out, we could talk about it. But this is beyond horrible. This is the disaster, doomsday scenario that we all expected to kind of happen. The problem is when, when there is a doomsday or disaster, you look to see, okay, what's the emergency plan? What are we supposed to do? Something bad happens, how do we fix it? What do we do to control the damage and move forward and get back on our feet ASAP? For the White Sox, they have no plan. There is no emergency plan. There is no, okay, I know what to do when things get bad. There's nothing. And that's why it's scary, and that's why all this stuff that's happening is unbelievably unprecedented. Thanks for watching today's show here on Sports Talk Chicago. Appreciate all of you tuning in. Thank you to all of you. Uh, follow us all over at Sports Talk Chicago on social. Hit up uh, our sponsor, Amish Country Farms. Big thank you to John Meadows as well for directing and producing. And subscribe to the channel if you liked this rant and other rants right here. So long, everyone.